Welcome to the Strap Show, everybody. It has been too long, hasn't it, Blake? It has indeed. Oh my goodness. It's good to be back doing podcasts, and it's good to have you in town. You've been... Uh, you, you've been uh, not in St. George recently, huh? Nope, I've been out in the middle of nowhere in Nevada. <laughs> got to do what you got to do, you know, just rocking life. Um, well, today we got a fun show. Uh, Blake, you want to explain a little bit what we're doing today? So for any of you that actually pay attention to, to these and have been waiting for this. All five of you. No, just kidding. Wow. That's optimistic. We're, we're that good? <laughs> well, all five of you, you want to come to my house for Christmas? I'd probably um, say all three. My wife listens sometimes. Oh, okay. All so right. maybe four. So, <laughs> are you saying your wife counts as four there, Luke? You better hope she doesn't hear this one. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, because none of us listen to it either. <laughs> no. But, well, I guess you're right. We're the other four. Three, That's what I meant. Garrett, you, me, and Garrett. But, and uh, then uh, Garrett probably only listens to the ones that he's in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you hear this, Garrett, good for you. You're listening to one that hey, doesn't have you in it. We get it. We get no, it. I'm kidding. Nah, yeah. But so, to uh, go ahead and explain the premise of this one, it's the typical premise. We're going to give you another top five. Um, how, however, this time we are changing it up slightly. Normally, we just give, you know, two honorable mentions or something like that. I think today we're just going to kind of give either five or we're just going to rattle off a couple of honorable mentions, you know, right before we give our top one. But it's not going to be the standard traditional two that, that you may or may not be accustomed to us doing here. But yeah. it is going to be the standard five. So, uh, you know, very similar. We're, we're going to give you each our top four taking turns. You know, I'll give my five, he'll give his, etc. Then before we each give our one, we'll just rattle off some honorable mentions. So, uh, Luke, you want to go ahead and start us I'll off? I'll kick us off. And what the funny thing, we're just recording this on my phone and my daughter's running around playing with pots and pans at her kitchen set. So you'll probably hear some uh, yelling and singing and things like that. But, you know. Like I said, we have four listeners, and, so we're uh, this okay. this is our top five bullet, correct? Yes. So let me get to my list here because I was, um, I didn't have the right list pulled up, but I'm going to have it here. We're very prepared. Go. There it is. We're so prepared. This is very, this is a very serious podcast. All right. So we're starting with number five all-time song for Bullet. Um, and mine is Road to Nowhere is one of my absolute favorite bullets. It starts off acoustic. Um, it's a really beautiful chord progression, great words and everything. So um, this is my number five. It's And was it even an official track on there their second? A bonus track on Scream Man Fire. If you bought a bonus track, yes. Yeah, so if you bought the deluxe version. Reason, it's an amazing song. I know, and, and that's my favorite album, as I've mentioned before, is that Scream Man Fire is my personal favorite. But that it would make sense that it's on that one, I guess. Actually, uh, a lot of my top five are drawn from that album. Not That's all okay. of them, I but... I think three of my top five are from The Poison. The Poison. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, and that's okay. That's part of why they're our favorite albums, respectively. Exactly. Um, but yeah, number five for me is A Road to Nowhere. Uh, Blake, what is your, what's your number five top? So my number five actually goes to Your Betrayal. Oh, nice. Uh, and for those of you unfamiliar, that's the first track off of Fever. Um, just a great song, you know, just a classic song uh, for me. Uh, you know, that that intro, if I had to pick at it, and this is the o only reason it probably gets top five and not a little higher, I do think the intro gets a tad long there, but that's just getting nitpicky there. A solid song, um, you know, 
it's heavy, but it's it's just a good bullet. So I'm just yeah, liking. great, um, great screams on that one. They, that was a really well, a really a really good effort for mm-hmm. sure. Um, it's time for my number four. Sorry, I had the list pulled up just to make sure I'm doing this right. Okay. Number four top song for mine, and there's a lot of nostalgia attack, attached to this because this was actually the first Bullet song I ever heard, but Hearts Burst Into Fire is my number four. Incredible intro, great guitar work, and, and that there's something about the intro and the lead guitar part that comes in that's really hauntingly good to me. It's just a really good melody. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it was inevitable, like it already existed somehow, and Bullet just pulled it out of the air. But um, it's, it's a really, really good song and great words and, and fast, furious, but up, almost has an uplifting feel, which is a little unusual for some of their earlier efforts, especially. Well, honestly, what are we talking about? All their efforts. Um, but it's, it's nice. It's a great song, great scream at it's the end. It's an excellent ballad. It's, yeah. Is that a ballad? <laughs> it, it, I would consider that a metal ballad, yes. Interesting. It's pretty. It gets pretty fast and furious, though. It does for a little bit there, but you kind of look at more of, of what it is. There, there's like not re- really the amount of screaming that you expect from Bullet. It, it, it's definitely a different style. I it's guess different animal, say. but the tempo's fast. It's yeah. it's a fast moving song. But um, and and we'll talk about some of their other. They have a few other ballads that that uh, made it onto my list too. So there's, but um, you may already know which ones I'm referring to, but in the meantime, Blake, let's jump over to your number four. Okay, so for my number four, um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, The End. Oh, nice. off of The Poison. Now bear in mind here, if you're listening, a couple of mine are deep tracks. They're not all singles. Some of them are singles, some are deep tracks. Oh, and I just realized both of mine so far are off my favorite album, too. I get <laughs> all into um, all into that. Um, but, yeah, um, the end is just a good song. It just, um, you really feel the emotion from Matt Tuck. Obviously, if you pay attention to, to the lyrics, you could tell it's about somebody he's recently broken up with, and and the feeling of still feeling them there at night when he sleeps, all, all that kind of stuff. But you know, you just, you really feel the emotion and, and it just fits. And that whole album, I, I mean, it's just a very inspired song. Yeah. You can definitely tell there, there, there was real life inspiration, not just in the lyrics, but the way he sings the lyrics and the way they arrange the music. It's not just something they threw together because they felt people would relate to, it's something he wrote because you could tell he, he needed to get something off his chest and that yeah. was his way of therapeutically dealing with it and I really absolutely I just enjoy it. Oh that's that's good. And and you've always praised the guitar work on the poison as a whole. Excellent. And I'm sure the end holds guitar up work to that end of the bargain as well. It, <laughs> it does. The guitar work is fantastic. That entire album, in my opinion, is a top five guitar album. Yeah. Oh man, so good. So I just realized uh, four of my top five are off of Scream Aim Fire. That might be a Nothing little excessive, wrong with that. but Nothing wrong there's with something that. about it that's just just amazing. So your top five's your top five. Don't don't feel bad because you like what you like. Yeah, I'm gonna jump into my third uh, third favorite bullet song of all time, which is "Deliver Us from Evil," which is track six off of Scream Aim Fire. Another one that it doesn't start off all fast and ferocious, but it gets really 
big and it's a big song and I love the ending where they have like kind of a round going in the vocals and mm-hmm. um, it's a memorable song it's it's that whole effort was so good I, I felt like in a lot of ways I I don't want to I'm using this loosely to say that they peaked in their early days but I it's not they didn't peak they've they've continued to make good stuff but they were so solid through the entire albums on the Poison and Scream Aim Fire. Mm-hmm. There were there were no songs that I would skip on on those two albums, and and this was this was right in the middle of the album, and some it's odd to me and unusual that the middle songs are sometimes for Bullet the most powerful mm-hmm. in an album, and that's unusual for a lot of artists. A lot of times they'll put the big songs at the beginning to catch your attention. And, and then end with a bang as well. And end with a bang. But Bullet is solid throughout, and some mm-hmm. of my favorites come on track six, and seven, And I know eight. exactly what you're saying. It's not that their later works weren't that good. It's just they're one of those bands or, or artists, whatever you want to call them, that their most inspired work came towards the start. Mm-hmm. So far, at least, and, and, and I gotta emphasize that so far, because obviously they're still together, they're still making music. Maybe something will come along and reignite it, and we'll get another The Poison or Scream Aim Fire. The other stuff is good. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's fantastic stuff. It's just The Poison and Scream Aim Fire. It's more obvious that, that they were inspired, that, that they had to write that music that that there was a purpose and and I know it sounds like it's hard to say that without sounding like we're trashing the band because we're not we love all their works seen them live twice would see them again in a heartbeat yeah it just you know for us their fav our favorites were their first two and I you know for the sake of, of a little diversity when we get to the honorable mentions I did try to spread my honorable mentions around the exactly. other albums Some honorable mentions are going to come from yeah they'll, they'll come place. from different places as well so um, where are we at Blake are we on your number three now yes I think we are so let's, so let's go to your remind myself third giving you on here so third giving you song. your betrayal in the end um, now uh, my number three spot is going to go to 10 years, again, mm. off of The Poison. Mm-hmm. Just again. That's, that's probably my favorite song off The Poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just again, a, a really solid song. Wow. I, 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 I mean, obviously, again, if you pay attention to the lyrics, you can, you can tell that they're singing about losing a friend. You know, every time you hear them sing... I got a call and nearly killed me. And just hearing the way he, he sings it, you can tell that who whoever the, this friend was that uh, that he lost meant something to him just in the way that he's singing. The emotion's real. It's not faked. It's not try, trying to say, hey, this never happened to me, but uh, but I know a portion of my fans had this happen to him, so I'm going to sing it to cater to him. No, it's him singing, hey, I lost somebody special to me, and, and it really hurt. It really... And, and you can just feel him getting it all out. And it comes across a, really honestly. Just, just a song track again. The, the the guitar work on it, phenomenal flow on the whole album with the guitar work. I mean, I just can't say enough about that album. In oh general. yeah, oh my gosh. And that's I, I I'll stand corrected. I think that's probably my second favorite song off of the Poison. It's it's so good. It's such a it's such a memorable mm-hmm. memorable piece. Um, my second favorite bullet song is the only one out of these top five that comes off a different album than Scream Aim Fire. Um, there is something about this song, um, A Place Where You Belong, is incredible. It's a gorgeous, beautiful chord progression, and that opening chord 
which I almost feel like they took from Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I pointed out to you once in that old song. I said, doesn't this sound a lot like a bullet chord on this acoustic mm-hmm. Crosby, Stills, and Nash song? But they took that same chord and built a song that they maybe they basically took it and built a song out of it that goes all different directions. And, and the way they took it and the the meaning of the song and the lyrical content, it's heavy, but it's it's beautifully done. Um, that's my second favorite bullet song. It's and just, by the way, you're probably asking yourself, and yes, yes, we did just reference Crosby, Stills, and Nash on the podcast about <laughs> bullets. You probably thought you'd never heard that. Some of you younger viewer, listeners, whatever you call yourselves out there, probably wondering who that is. Yeah. Shame on you for not knowing your history, but yes, we're <laughs> diverse. Yes, and if, if you're wondering, check out the song Guinevere by Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and you'll see a connection. But, but no young. We don't get down with young. No, we're young can be in Heard he too. hates Alabama. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, so that was my number two. Blake, let's kick it over to you for, for my number, number two. two. Yep. Now, I'm going to apologize in advance for stealing Luke's thunder because my number two is actually his number one. It's probably So I'll is. keep it light and okay. not get too deep into his, his into this because we'll go over it more when he hits his number one. And unfortunately... I think that, I've told you before. That too. ruins the surprise of you knowing what his number one is, but <laughs> you still have my number one. That could be a mystery. <laughs> but my number two is Say Goodnight by... Yep, you by got Bruce. it. You got it. <laughs> Just a fantastic song, again. And for those of you that don't know the his, history about the, of this one, the, uh, the lyrics actually were not written by Matt Tuck. They were written by Michael Pageant. I didn't know that. About his dad, oh. who died. And so, and so that's what that song goes. It's one of the few songs that Matt Tuck didn't actually write the lyrics. He just sings. But I give him credit. He does a good job of conveying the emotion. And let's be honest here. Matt Tuck probably knew Michael Paget's dad at some point, And maybe they were close enough that, that he felt his passing too. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, a lot of bands get close like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the song is actually about Michael Paget's dad passing. And it... It's just a really emotional, it's a fantastic song. Um, and the acoustic version it is amazing. And, and it's funny, interesting story about this is I've been listening to the acoustic version for years, ever since it, it first came out. I don't know why they never officially released it on a track or as a bonus or something, because it's a solid version. But this has been Luke's favorite for so long. And it wasn't until just like a month or so ago that I showed Luke the acoustic version that he even knew it existed. So a, li- a little it's bit true. of a, a funny it, tidbit I, there I'm shocked it. that they didn't put it on the deluxe release of Scream Aim Fire. Exactly. How did it not end up on that? Mm-hmm. That's shocking to me. I mean, Road to Nowhere is fantastic, but come on. It's a fantastic recording, too. It, it's a quality recording. Oh, of it. it's very it, it good. It doesn't sound like something some fan did at a concert. It sounds like they actually went into the studio and recorded it. And did it, it. yeah. And that's, so. that's what baffles me. But it's that was that, to me is a demonstration of the peak of their powers is like when they start off slow and it's a slow burning ballad starts off really beautiful and it's got the electric guitar and the interludes and things the words are great and then when it goes in that explosive end um and and the double bass kick work that's done right at the very end is amazing i always have to bob my head to it because it's Mm -hmm. so good when Mm -hmm. they when they end that song and and, well uh 
let's go ahead and let's get into our, our honorable mentions so, so we still give you time for the number one because we're going to oh, yes. talk about it again. So that's wanna, true, yeah. I, so we'll, uh, well, that's okay. I, I'm okay doing, since we did my number one, I'll just do, we'll, we'll do the honorable mentions and then we'll do your number okay. one. That's yeah. fine because while we're on it, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, um, as far as Say Goodnight goes, again, it's track eight on the album. It's, it's deep. It's deep in there, but it's this treasure that on a, on a fantastic album that you have to listen to over and over. It's always my go-to. And I think the little rain intro in the beginning creates a great atmosphere. Um, it's, yeah, Say Goodnight by far is my favorite. It's, it just demonstrates the, it's the best capturing of the feeling that you get when listening to Bullet. It, it encapsulates everything. Mm-hmm. Beauty, slowness, um, darkness, hopefulness, uh, heaviness, screaming. Exactly. It, it just, it's everything mm-hmm. all in one package. And, and if I were to show Bullet to someone, I'd show them Say Goodnight to show them the best side of Bullet. And that's actually what I did with my brother. My brother is not a Bullet fan, but he, he never really listened to him. But he would make fun of them because he thought their name was cheesy, exactly. which didn't make sense to me. Um, but after seeing them live, and especially after hearing, you know, I've, I've loved Say Goodnight for a long time. I showed him Say Goodnight. And he at least respects them now. Mm-hmm. He's That's like, good. this, this, this may not be my jam, but Say Goodnight, he admitted, is a great he, song. He can respect their musical yeah and, and that's coming from someone who doesn't even really enjoy metal that much but but he was able to appreciate that's the song that i would show to friends that don't know exactly. who Bullet is okay so my my first honorable mention is bittersweet memories um from fever and uh there's something about the lyrical content of this i feel this in my own life i have a lot of bittersweet memories that it kind of hurts to think about them sometimes but they're so sweet too high school in particular, all the good times we had and noticing those days are gone. Anyways, I don't want to talk all day about it, but bittersweet memories is one of them. Um, my next one is going to be Waking the Demon. I mean, we got to give mm. a shout out to that guitar. You got to, that. yeah. Uh, it, if that's not in your armor, in your honorable mention, you're not paying attention to Bullet because the guitar working is fantastic. Yes. All right, time for me to spread it around to an album that has had no attention so far. Leap of Faith is, I, I do like Leap of Faith a lot. It was a different sound because of the electronic influence, but it still has a great, a, a great feel. Remind the viewers what album that's off of. Oh yeah, and that's off of, that's off of uh, Gravity. That's their, exactly. their latest effort as of the date of this recording, yeah. so. <laughs> um, my next, honorable mention and again you can't have a list without at least mentioning this song and that's all these things I hate revolve around you Mm -hmm. just solid song the the way it comes in with the acoustics and the softness and then just gets heavy it's it's just typical bullet and it just it's just them being them and it's amazing I'm going to spread it around to an album that I don't think has had very much attention and may not get very much attention but you want a battle here's a war off of Venom I didn't particularly enjoy Venom. Um, it's not their worst effort. I mean, I, I like that's that's harsh to say I didn't enjoy it. I I expected more from it than it actually was. But that being said, I like You Want a Battle, Here's a War. It's pretty anthemic and, and is worth mentioning. And before I go into my top one, would. Oh, I still have two more honorable mentions, by the way. Okay, yeah. you still have some honorable I, mentions. I got two more honorable We're mentions. We're just going to say, say it just so people don't think we don't know the album. Temper, temper, there we said it, but that's all we're going to say about that. Oh, um, yeah. So um, I would like to give another honorable mention, and I don't think you mentioned this yet, but have we discussed forever and always? No. 
We haven't. A solid song. Again, a great way to end the album. Technically, it's the end of the album if you bought the standard version. There's obviously more songs if you got the deluxe, but Forever and, 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 and Always, a solid song. You, you know, again, more of a ballad than a heavy And is that the last? Forward. That's track 12 off of Serena uh, Empire, right? Track 11 off 11. of 11. Okay, Empire. yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And, and, and again, just a slower, more of a ballad type song. But a good song to mention. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got two more honorable mentions. Um, and, and this is one that uh, you mentioned earlier, but your betrayal made it on mine as well. I thought that, you know, despite the long intro, I still think it's a good effort. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to start off that album. And probably it might be one of my favorites that they do live. Hearing that one live oh, yeah. is a whole different experience than oh, the yeah. album experience. And, and that intro live makes more sense to me, that long build up, because I could see a long intro like that while the band's doing some cool entrance to the stage. Just on the album, I feel like it's just, it's almost like the same note again and again for like two minutes. Two minutes is what it feels like, like, yeah. Okay, we get the build up, but this might be a bit much for the album. It works live, but not... Um, yeah. yeah, but again, it made my top five, so I can't say I hate it. Yes, I got one more honorable mention, and uh, and it's funny. Um, I did actually, I did actually choose one honorable mention from their worst effort, which was Temper Temper. There was one, okay. there was one shining song on there that I that I thought was a standout on an otherwise kind of dismal album, but Dead to the World, I thought, had a really really good. Um, really good guitar work and it's another slow burning ballad that has just I really like the the guitar work in it the solos and the transitions is really good and even though the lyric lyrical content was probably the weakest on that effort um, that it it's worth mentioning so that was my last yeah, song kind of sums up how the world perceived it yeah to the world <laughs> right I'm kidding. No, I was... <laughs> I'm kidding it's it's still a solid effort. I mean, so hey, we even, it's not Nickelback. So we even spread some love over to Temper Temper. We've named something off Venom, Temper Temper, Gravity, which didn't really get much attention. Did we miss any albums? Is there Are there any albums? Uh, that, no. We so now we've at least struck something album. from every album. But All right, Blake. The time is now for us to discuss your number one bullet song. Now, for those of you who are coming in at the last second and decided not to actually pay attention... The reason Luke's not giving his number one is because we actually already discussed it. So rather than rehash it again, I'm just going to give my number one drum roll. And that's going to go to... Actually, you touched on this a little bit too in your honorable mentions. So we're kind of rehashing this one too. But that goes ahead and goes into Tears Don't Fall. Now, you're, you're going to ask, but Blake, which version do you prefer? I like them both. I can't choose. just depends my mood. Whether it's the acoustic or the electric, they're both just solid tracks. And I know I'm probably jumping on the bandwagon here. And I'm not choosing that because everybody says that's their favorite or because that's the bandwagon one. It just really is a solid tune and it's a great tune. It's the track that got me into Bullet and just fantastic. I can't say enough about it. Amazing guitar work. Again, that whole album, The Poison. Solid, solid effort. And Tears Don't Fall, number one. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I... I think Tears Don't Fall is one of their best songs as well. I love the acoustic version. They really converted exactly. it acoustically really well. So it would be a toss-up for me to be able to choose. Um, but I think I, I tend to lean to the acoustic because it's a little less listened to for me. I've heard the, the main one so much mm-hmm. at this point that the acoustic's just a little bit of a different twist on an already great song, and, and that's nice. But 
Boy, it's been fun to take a trip along Bullet's best songs, Blake. It's been it's good to have you back. <laughs> it's good to be back for whatever however short I am. Hey, well we'll take advantage of it while we can, if you know what I mean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, please, I have children. Thank you guys for joining us on the Strap Show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>